listeners. Uh, it is Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. Oh, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't disclose any information about the customer's secret illegal account. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have said he was a customer. Oh, crap. I shouldn't have said it was a secret. Oh, crap. I certainly shouldn't have said it was illegal. Oh, God. It's too hot today. That's right, listeners. Today we're talking about that hot, hot heat. It's scorching outside today. <laughs> we're talking about those movies that show off the extreme power of the sun. Well, we're watching you show off your extreme power of your acting prowess. Yeah. I really am acting. This basement is freezing. So it's, I'm really uh, Meryl pulling Streep over here. Screen. Oh, gosh. Um, I can't rub the subscreen, the sunscreen on my back alone. So today I'm joined by oh, Sean God. and Sonia. Hello. You know what? I wrote this whole big thing. Welcome to Spoiler Alert. I forgot to put that <laughs> into oh, yeah. the bit. <laughs> Tell the people. Uh, they're confused. <laughs> uh, anyway, how are you guys doing? You keeping cool? No, mm. I'm not. I turned my AC off to record this show. Oh, no. We got to hurry for Sean. It He's is getting like redder by the moment. Swamp City over here, baby. <laughs> yeah, Swamp City is right. We we'll might just have both to be gradually melting. Maybe. My, we might my, have to record in two halves. My glasses will just keep fogging up more and more as the show goes on. <laughs> more and more. Well, let's let's get let's get through this show then. Uh, as I mentioned, we're talking about hot movies, and we're not talking about sexy movies. We're talking about high temperatured films, uh, but not too high because then they burst into flames, and we all know that's really a problem. But um, mm. uh, today Film we're talking about hot movies. Fire quickly. Yeah, it's true. Today we're talking about hot movies on Spoiler Alert. Uh, before we get into the movies, guys, do you like it hot? Some like it hot. IRL? Some do. <laughs> um, I don't know where, I, where I'm at, where I fall. Mm -hmm. and because, like, in theory, I do like it hot, actually. Mm -hmm. But then we hit, a, we hit a point where I have just... Uh, nape to waist like sweat stain and then I'm and then I don't like it hot then I'm embarrassed and that was this weekend for me where I was just wet bedraggled uh, like person yeah and that was not that's not my that's not with the vibe that's not where I want to exist uh huh but you I know mean, understandably mm hmm I don't know, Sean. Pretty weird that you don't want to exist like that, but I guess we'll understand. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i I know that this is like sacrilege to say when you live in Saskatchewan, where we barely have a summer, and you know it's winter most of the year, and it's horrible. But cross the line, Sean. Cross it. <sighs> Jump I, across that. I get so mad and sad mm -hmm. when I'm too hot. Like, I just am a delicate flower, and I start to wilt at a certain temperature. And, like, mm -hmm. it's a real it's a real sensory thing for me where it just gets mm -hmm. so overwhelming, and it, like, like I can't function. And I, oh. I just get, I just, I just get so sad and, and cranky, like a, like a baby, kind of. Sad and cranky like a hot baby. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Well, um, like, I... You know, I am from the Isle of Ireland, my mm. my ancestors. We don't do well. We don't. I go from red to white. And then, <laughs> I, and then I peel back. Like, that's just how it, there's no stopping in between for a cute tan. Mm. And currently I'm in a show right now where we rehearse like 20 plus people in a small space with no AC with masks and it's just like full on dancing and it's it's a lot and people are passing out yeah in the sh <laughs> and uh you know it is summer and it's fun and i'm getting skinny but <laughs> other than that <laughs> it's tough uh will either of you like seek out the heat you know like i, I know many people who will like go to the beach and then not enter the water Right, Absolutely like they're they're not. they're going there like a lizard, Ugh, or a lizard. or grasshopper, if you will. I find that confusing <laughs> and and bewildering because, like, I don't know, like I like I love I love lots of summer things, but like if I go to the beach, I'm I'm swimming. I'm I'm going swimming yeah. so many times. As soon as I dry off, I'm probably going swimming again. 
I don't and know. To me, like, it's a Sophie's choice because I also don't want to really get in that skag water that much. Well, but yeah. I, but I don't also want to be sitting out and roast roasting out here. So, so do you ever just like roll your roll your pants up into cap- capris and then just walk the shore? Well, no, waiters. I, I am currently wearing like the shortest shorts. Like that's just kind of where I go to a, a beach in, but. I have to remember to sunscreen those thighs. Those thighs, Jeremy, because they're gonna, it'll get you. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna get it. Uh, I, I, I do have an interesting aside for you guys. Uh, I probably wear jeans, I like at least three hundred and sixty days out of the year. I feel like I've I, never seen you. I feel like if I walked never, in on you in your bedroom, you would be yeah. lying in bed in jeans and a and a hoodie. A hundred, a hundred percent true. Um, but I do feel like, uh, well, we'll talk about this in my next question, but I do feel like I will, in Saskatchewan heat, normal Saskatchewan heat, I will, like, top out, and, like, I feel like I just can't get any hotter. Hmm. So then it's like, the you know, confidence. like, oh, you know, like, like making these jeans into cutoffs are offering me nothing. So there's just no point. I might as well just not alter, like, I might as well not go to the drawer because it's too much effort to unfold those shorts or in some <laughs> cases, jorts. Um, but well, and honestly, coverage is the way that my dad operates. Mm-hmm. Like Just staying out of the sun, wrist wrist to ankle, and mm-hmm. like big floppy tilly hat. That's his vibe. Well, if you, I, I always was under the impression that like fewer clothes was the move when it's really hot. But if you look at a lot of the hottest places in the world, mm-hmm. the kind of like typical garments are like airy and flowy, Shrouds. but like coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and that gets me to this next thing, which is there because there are two kinds of heat. Mm-hmm. And one, one is what's referred to as a dry heat, which we normally have here. Uh, and then we have the wet, humid heat, which we're experiencing here. And it is killing us. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, not used oh my, to it. It's so true. Because it just like... Because it sort of was a rule that in Saskatchewan, like, all one simply needed to do was find a shadow, and then you would be quenched of of the of the heat. And that doesn't seem to be happening this summer at all, in fact. No, we're and steaming, like, like, a fillet of salmon, just like <laughs> the water is getting right in our cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Not our cracks. Uh, our flesh our cracks. Uh, do you guys again I know a few people who seek out that humid heat do you guys have any preference as towards heat type oh dry I mean, please I, yeah I think <clears throat> I think those people should have their heads examined because I don't Perfect. understand it's oppressive the humidity uh, I was zooming with my friend a uh, friend of the show Annalise Cooper who weighs like 65 pounds and she lives in Toronto and I remember a couple summers ago, she we were talking, and she was pouring sweat, and like visibly dripping on screen. And <laughs> I was so alarmed because I've, I've never seen her break a sweat. And I was just like, I'm worried. I don't know if you have all this moisture for you, like to spare. And um, yeah, I, like the humidity will really get you. Mm. Yeah, I I've I have been as impervious I am to the dry temperatures, the cold ones I am not. And mm. like I I have had to do full outfit changes based on whether or not if a cloud was covering the sun. Right? Like that the people who invented the zipper off pants lived in humid climates. Oh my because god. Because it just it just must be on and off, on and off all the time. Okay, but what you've never seen that person has never literally existed. What do they do with the zip off part? When you, like, use yeah, it I like a you, use it like a muff or what? Maybe, or you throw it in the the I assume cargo pant pocket that's just above the zipper. Yeah, I was just that, about to say that. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. And also, like, couldn't you just leave? Like, couldn't you have modes like where you undo the knee just to get a bit of extra cool? And then you undo it, like, almost all the way, but let it dangle so that all that air can get in there. Oh. And then... Let you it could, dangle. You could also take your leg out, right? Like, it could be dangling, 
Why are you doing such a burlesque show with this (laughs) zip off cargo? Why not just wear shorts? Just talking about the because then the cloud will cover the sun and I'll need the light part again. You're like Dita Von Tees over here (laughs) getting out of those (laughs) cargo pads. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, you guys. Before we talk about the movies, I have one question. I I know this for me. I hope you know it for you. What's the hottest you've ever been? Wow. Can you describe that situation? Honestly, it's probably been within the last five years. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, I wonder why that might be. (laughs) Um, For me, I think it might be uh, the Regina Folk Festival in 2019. Yeah, that's actually totally it. Um, I was volunteering and like had to be there like the whole day. And I think it got up to like. 43 45 degrees or something oh, oh sonia oh i think it, i think it was plus 50 i swear to god yeah. oh my god and literally like ev- I, all of us who were volunteering were constantly just looking at each other being like are you hydrating what color is your pee and like spraying <laughs> each other with spray bottles and just like doing there's no way to anything there's no way to keep ahead do. of that yeah i read i that same year i went to a a few daytime shows with a few friends and we were like the only thing you could say to each other was just like, wow, ooh, it's really hot. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like your, your brain, my brain, like physically couldn't say anything more. And ever and just like news was coming in, like Tanya Tagak passed out at the summer at like a stage. Like everyone, it was just like too oppressive. I think they just canceled all of the daytime stages like after 11. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we can, people will like, it can't do this physically. Mm-hmm. It was they, bad. They, I was reading a thing that they did discover that humidity is worse on the body than they thought it was. Mm. This is recent recent science news here, and uh, I can't remember the actual numbers. But like, if it was like eighty before, before you like, they've now changed it to like sixty percent humidity for people who have trouble. So look out because the humidity is trying to get us, you guys. Um, oh my god! Another the, person the, trying to get us. That's the hottest I I ever recall being was I believe I had heat stroke is what the people say. Um, were they doctors was, or they just ran? No, away? they were they they were teachers. Um, it was I was in high school helping out with like track and field day, mm-hmm. and uh, it was sweet. I got to drive a golf cart a lot. It was super super hot. Uh, it got to the point where like around like two thirty, I like absolutely didn't want to drink anything or eat anything Ooh. or any of the stuff. Which I guess is a classic sign of heat stroke. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I remember I had to trudge home, and I was just exhausted. <laughs> and like I was like, it was a I don't know twenty minute walk home, and I was just dying every step of the way. But I had a cell phone, and I had called my mom, and I told her to run me a cold bath. And being a teenager, I had a, a large amount of Slurpee straws available to me. Oh, and what? I, and I put I put one in my mouth. And I crawled into the bath and I used the straw for air as I lay in the water because I was so hot. Oh my God. You, like, you could fully have fully submerged a, yourself? 100%. As much as I could, yeah. You could have had a heart attack. I also thought for a second you were going to say you were lying in the bath and also drinking the bath. And yeah, I was me like, too. And I was <laughs> My God, you're disgusting. <laughs> but no, yeah, anyway. you, you could have had a damn heart attack. Maybe. I was 17. It was fine. Uh, and later that night, I was. Uh, literally, it like l- like I literally vomited, and then I slept a whole bunch, and then I was fine. So uh, anyway, yeah, yeah that's no, very th- classic heat exhaustion. It was it was very poor planning, and like I wasn't even an athlete. Like I was in a golf cart. No, you're under, all, like I, I presumably covered golf cart also. Yes, and so like there are all these other people. Uh, the whole day we were just like you know like someone trips and you like load them on the back of the golf cart, and there's like the medical guy who's oh, way too intense. You're a triage. You know, I was just like driving this golf cart here, here and not. Uh, and they're like, Jeremy, you're wrecking the lawn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you're getting a lot of flack for saving all these children. Also, I, what kind of track and what? field is Moose Jaw running this dog and pony show? The it was <laughs> they had like a there's like a big track at my high school, and I think it was like a provincial, like a leveled up thing. So it was like all the high school people coming. You know, they trade off, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about track and field. <laughs> they just they just said, do you want to skip class to drive a golf cart all day? And then felt it appropriate to give me a single freezy as yeah. payment for that. And for that's that exactly day. why you 
had to almost die. Yeah. I also, uh, I actually also worked track and field a lot when I was in high school. And actually there was a, a famous embarrassment of mine is um, when I was supposed to be watching the top three at a, across the finish line but i was sucking on a ring pop and i was really engrossed in it and completely didn't see anyone that crossed the finish line and i got in a lot of trouble (laughs) the ring pop was your downfall the ring pop was my downfall It's so funny. And so we just relied on the racers to just be honest about who won. On our system. Okay, for just a quick aside. Sonia, how can we have known Sean this long and for him to still bring up stories this good? Like, my story was funny, but that was amazing. Yeah. Listen, the life I lead, you know, very exciting. (laughs) The many lives of Mr. Sean Dunham. Oh, my God. Oh, what a cherished memory. <laughs> if I had that Harry Potter thing to take it out and put it in a bowl. Uh, play that thing over again. Yeah, I would too. I would run. Oh my god. Okay, okay, you guys. Okay. okay. This is this is a show about Films. watching stuff. Okay. Could have fooled me. And whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um you guys, what inventive ways have you seen the heat shown on screen? What do you get? What do you got? What What's the best depiction of 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 the heat? Okay, I'm going to talk about a film that I have talked about many a time, but I'm obsessed with and I love it. Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it takes place in a uh, water desert or just desert, as I guess they're called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it is extremely hot. It's just like crunchy mechanics and i don't know how they like they portray that everyone is so dehydrated and water starved so well mm-hmm. literally just just like sand like pouring out of people's mouth it's so brutal and like amazing <laughs> i love that movie i uh i watched it recently and uh there's the part where Tom is able to get, like, the, his first drink of water, I think, the whole time. And he's got that, like, muzzle on, and he's got, like, yeah. a fire hose in his mouth. And um, it they did such a good job of making it the water seem so valuable. Mm. Maybe not enough. Like, a, like, just a few times they sort of did it. But, um, like, the amount of, like, excess, like, well, he was receiving as it just, like, gushed yeah, all over his I body. Think they had a scene where, the pe- like, the the peasants or whatever... He mm-hmm. get, he turned on the water for like a couple seconds and everyone just had to kind of fight for it for 10 seconds and then he turns it off. I guess that's that does a good job of like building that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, he directed right before this, he directed Happy Feet. So think about that dichotomy from two <laughs> different of worlds. The, the duality of man. So cold really? to so hot. Did that happen? Yeah, that's extremely that funny. <laughs> um anyway yeah i love this film so much and i like definitely one of the best films of the 2000s for sure i should watch it again as well jeremy mm-hmm. You've inspired me. I, yeah i i do watch it i watch it frequently and i watched it recently and it's still it's just so good i'm actually quite excited for the prequel film that they are making what oh, yeah. I, yeah it's the furiosa prequel so it's it's not Max, uh, and she's she's played by uh, Anna Taylor Joy. Anya. Anya. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, she and, okay. Uh, she could do good. Although, yeah, I yeah. can see that. Would love uh, to see Charlie's like pop on back. Honestly, that's true. Definitely. Um, I uh, I follow some some people on the Instagram, mm. and they've so the for the first this is just about Fury Road now, but uh. For the first film, like, one guy built all the vehicles over, like, decades. Like, he had tons of time. And now they don't have tons of time. So they, they got him to, like, build a team of people who are making, like, incredible cool. vehicles. And, like, it's insane. Like, I don't know I don't know how anyone's allowed to do this or how they're safe. But, like, I'm very excited to see what they produce. Uh, just because it sounds pretty Me sweet. too. After the wall of sound, like, come on. Yeah. Uh, 
Sanj, what about uh, you with uh, getting hot on TV? <laughs> that's, that's I'm hot for TV. Um, well, I feel like you honestly can't talk about heat in movies without talking about Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it does such an incredible job of both using heat um, as like a symbol in the story that it's telling and also depicting and just like really driving home the sensory experience of the characters living in this heat. So mm-hmm. it takes place um, in New York City on like one of the hottest days of the year. And I mean, I feel like this in particular maybe isn't super innovative and is is used a lot, but it does have like the the quality of the light and the like filter or color that's on all the shots, like just really takes you there right away. Um, also, I was reading today that he like um, amped up like the vibrancy of the color on all the buildings in this way that kind of like, I don't know, I feel like really drives home that feeling. Um, so that, you know, there's like that shot of like, I think it's three or four like old men sitting in front of like a red brick wall and just like the, the vibrancy of that red totally drives home like that feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also there are just some really great shots in the movie. Like, I mean, there are like the standard ones of, you know, kids like breaking into a fire fire hydrant hydrant. and playing in the water or like there are lots, you know, there's lots of like close ups on people's sweat. Um, but there, there are also some great moments. Like there's one shot where it like the camera is on one of the characters and it like pans down so that the camera is behind a box fan and so you're seeing the character like through a spinning box fan. Um, so yeah, it just is, I feel like the heat is just completely like integrated into the visual um, elements of of the story. And then also kind of on the flip side in a really cool way that the as it gets hotter throughout the day, the tension in the film like rises and rises and rises. So it just is, yeah, I think this like really interesting like to me that's the movie I think of where heat is like like plays the biggest role mm-hmm. in the movie itself. And it, he almost oh sorry. Well, he almost yeah, he almost makes it a character mm-hmm. of the film, right? Like that's the and it's interesting because he definitely uses it like as several metaphors, right? Like especially with like the amping up of the situation, but uh I I think I I never really thought of the color thing, Sanj. Mm. And that's really clever. Because it it does, like, like there are things that happen to images as they get heated or as you do things to them hot. And so maybe i got to revisit that, sort of with that in mind, actually. Mm. Wow, I feel like I made a good point that made Jeremy think. You you always do. What are you talking about? I know, but I'll Um, take that win. It's so true, though, that, like, not a lot of films about heat show how... The hotter it gets, the more people just like get on edge, like how mm-hmm. mental illness, like just mm-hmm. is like, or like just like frustrations, anger. Everyone is just like uh, at the breaking point, because mm-hmm. honestly, like this last two weeks in Saskatchewan, I feel like every weekend I'm like, oh, someone is popping off doing something violent. Like mm-hmm. the news is full of it. Like it's or like I don't know something like the streetcar, like streetcar named Desire. It's just yeah. like everyone is hot and steamy the the guns are out uh like the sweaty white t the sweaty white tank top Mm -hmm. and it's just like mental illness is afoot when (laughs) when like you're just being baked by the heat like for a week no it's true uh i this week i also watched so it's another spike lee i think it's the only i think he really only does the two where like the the heat wave is affecting people Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think it doesn't matter um but that's of course everyone's favorite 1999 crime thriller summer of sam um okay i don't know this uh, i don't know this film very much uh it's kind of i watched it um it stars john leguizamo and adrian brody and it they acted better in it than i remembered and the movie was worse than i remembered (laughs) Uh, which which is weird. So uh, it's it's all about like it's the summer of 1977, and the what do they call them for most of it? Point 
.44 caliber killer is sort of killing people in around New York. It's not a very uh, good who, name. I see why. Yeah, terrible name. Sam. Uh, which is, is later revealed to be the son of Sam, mm. yeah. which is the real story of David Berkowitz. Um, but it's about these people sort of living adjacent to that whole situation and like the fear that's going on as everyone sort of thinks that um, like someone they know is the killer, like all throughout the city. And, uh, it is sort of, they, they do the thing where they sort of like, as tension mounts in other areas, we forget that it's super hot, but, um, they do a really great job conveying the heat the whole time, uh, in it. And, uh, I, I don't remember if it was, I think it was Adrian Brody who was talking about it, but shooting it, he was dying of heat and the whole, he's like a punk in the, so he either has his spiky hair or like this giant, like mohawk thing right. and the whole time he just looks like he's so hot mm. and i don't even think he's acting i just think that it's real but um it is sort of like another one another version of him using uh heat to sort of amp up the whole situation uh anyway with that i think it's time we cool down and heard a word from our sponsors we're gonna put on our personalized cooling devices <laughs> i'm just gonna insert this on here what poor uh, instagram <laughs> account did you get that from you're, I want like, that. You're, you're you're listening to spoiler alert on 91.3 fm cjtr regina community radio tuned into the community hope this fans are, aren't too loud we'll see you guys in a minute welcome back to spoiler spoiler alert on 91.3 fm cjtr regina community radio Today we're talking about those hot, hot movies. Uh, again, not the uh, euphemism of hot, but warm, physically high-temperatured, warm-mattered <laughs> heat. Heatness. Um, <laughs> heatness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heatness. The, yeah. Heat-tastical. How, how do I say these things? And why did they get pumped out on the radio? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who wrote this um, script? We need to sue them. Uh, before, before we keep... Talking about how hot it is. Does anyone know what time it is? Uh, time well, to take a cold shower. High in the sky, so I, I it's know. game time, people. <gasps> Whoa! Wow! 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 I don't know what that was. I'm, I'm still. <laughs> That's the I'm, sun's uh, theme song. I'm still happy about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, the game is where I spend uh, about five minutes this week looking to a title related to our topic. These two tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. You guys ready to play the game? I'm ready. Yes. This week's title is Body Heat. That title again, Body Heat. Body Heat. Body Heat. Okay. All right. So I believe that Body Heat is a mystery film. Um about an extra like a spin class taught by uh, a really fun eccentric spin class instructor named Shirley K. Holmes. And one of her uh, one of her prize students is found missing or found dead with mm. a with a bike seat like rammed down her throat. And she's like, oh my God. And all signs point to Cheryl. And she's like, I think I can solve this myself. And so then she, in the middle of the summer, while keeping on her heavy workload of teaching spin classes, also Uh solves the mystery of how her prize student wound up dead in her spin class. Wow. Yeah. Sounds spicy. It's hot. It's really hot. It's really hot. Oh, it's so hot. Uh, Sanj, what's Body Heat about? Okay, I think Body Heat is like a like a sci-fi thriller, kind of, where um, mysteriously one night, a an unknown object falls to Earth and creates this crater in a family's backyard. And the dad goes outside to investigate, and he finds like a mysterious lump of very cold substance. And he's, like, holding it and, like, looking it over. And he notices that, like, as he's holding it, it starts to get, like, a tiny, tiny bit incrementally warmer. And he, like, you know, takes it to his wife and she holds it and, like, it starts to get warmer when she's holding it. And people keep, you know, they take it to some scientists, they hold it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And at, then they notice that the more people hold it and the more heat it starts to retain, it also starts to grow. Mm-hmm. And eventually it grows into a mysterious murderous alien who Whoa. is here Anime. to harvest the world's body heat. <gasps> and they have harvest to find a way to defeat it. Wow. That's, that's, ooh, that's very solid, blob. Dude. Very the blob. Ooh. Very, the, It's very the blob, but Dang. heat related. Still good, though. Still good. It's also kind of Matrixy. Mm-hmm. Got, got those vibes. Um, very, very good, both of you guys. Um, I don't know. I don't really like body heat that much. <laughs> so I think your guys' ideas are better. Like, but I think all, like the idea or the film? The, the actual movie. I think a lot mm. of people would be like... You know, oh, uh, I love body heat. Jeremy, what are you talking about? That sounds crazy. But that's that's for them, not for me. Anyway, um, yeah. body heat. What they is think a, is not nothing to do with you. Of course not. Body heat is a 1981 American neo noir erotic thriller film. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it stars William Hurt and Kathleen Turner, and then a bunch of other folks, including Mickey Burke and Ted Danson. Um, it is about wow. an affair. And a murder. Um, but it's all taking place uh, in this, like, super hot Florida heat wave thing. So the whole time, all the characters are covered in sweat. And they're laying, you know, naked in bathtubs of ice. And, like, all these different sexy sort of moments. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Sean, it's it's to cool. <laughs> oh, it's attempting to cool the body. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. It is unironically William Hurt at his sexiest, so if you want to see that, check it out. Um, Was that your opinion, or did you read that from something? No, I think that's probably correct. I think I I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, But um, yeah, if you want to check out like a like a what's like what's what are those other movies like? uh, I was going to say Cruel Intentions, and that's not what I meant at all. (laughs) What's the what's the one with Michael Douglas? Like Romancing Uh, the Stone? No, no. The, like oh. Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the leg Cr- switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just Damn. keep doing it with my fingers. It. You've ruined my brain. My brain is now roasted. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah, we all know. Listeners, you know too. But uh, we'll remember it in a few a few minutes. It's definitely... Like murderous, sexy murderous yeah. intentions. Indecent proposal is one of these yes, movies I'm exactly. seeing. But um, anyway... I guess Michael Douglas is just sort of involved, but not in this case. Um, you guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank you. Weird. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with Kathleen Turner. I would love to watch this. Movie. Oh, you should check it out. Absolutely. Um, anyway, we're talking about hot movies, not cold movies. Movies that are too hot to watch. You guys, what else did you watch this this week uh, about stuff being hot? Well, this is a bit of a cheat. But not really a cheat, actually. But I watched Blazing Saddles. Oh, there you uh. go. Because, you know, the title. But also, it is in a small western town desert vibe. So it is pretty hot there. Um, but I watched this with my family when I was visiting. Uh, it's so good. Cleavon Little is like... He does such a good job. And I feel like he's underappreciated in this film Mm -hmm. um and he's like tbh like so hot also um and he gets a i was looking up his career because i was like what else has he done and he got like a tony for uh for play called pearly and then he just like kind of did random like tv spots like not a lot this is like one of his biggest roles um and yeah so like is it very offensive yes but is it if you are like a reasonable white person is it a send-up of like how stupid we are hopefully yes you get that yeah but i can also see how you might not get that um madeline khan award-worthy amazing Mm -hmm. uh made my sister look up youtube clips like to like for the last two days just sending her things gene wilder in such a bizarre like different role for him mm-hmm. um anyway just the best movie probably have one you, of the best have movies. you guys seen this obviously oh, of course. Yeah. yeah yeah i like need to rewatch it it's been a long time 
Yeah, but like it, it really is like is so good. there are generous N words like skitter scatter throughout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's Mel Brooks, so like it absolutely is and Mel a Brooks satire <laughs> of of racism. Right. Mel Brooks plays like he pops in as this like sort of indigenous like chief, and he, but he plays it. He's just like so like jewish and he's just mm. <laughs> yeah it's just so like it this is not it shouldn't shouldn't be funny but it's like he just makes it he makes it work well because yeah. i think it's i think it's a joke about how jewish actors commonly played indigenous roles in old westerns like mm-hmm. eli mm-hmm. wallach for example well and the whole thing like and that's the deal with mel brooks is that it's so clever mm-hmm. and well uh blazing saddles is maybe not the best example of this because of some of the overt things that you have to sort of block out. But I mean, like, if you think of Spaceballs, like, a huge array of people could watch and enjoy that for a huge array of reasons. Of different mm-hmm. reasons, yeah. Be- because there's so... We should do a Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks show. I don't we know. should, yeah, absolutely. We... I'm yeah. actually writing it down. Yeah, so write, write it down, write it down, it down so down. we don't forget. Like, uh, it's, it's an amazing idea. But um, it's just so smart. Like, that's the that's the thing. And I think Blazing Saddles might be the smartest because of the way that it does sort of, like, get a lot of conversations going. And, uh, and it just relies on the, like, the charm and the just, like, ease of Cleavon Little. Like, he just lets <laughs> things roll off and just is, like, approaches everything with just a, a smirk. Like every time, even though it's insane, and yeah, I it's it's really the best. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Well, I sort of didn't have time to watch any movies for the show this week because I was at a music festival this weekend, being very hot. Well, what uh, did you Craven, to? obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Sonya, sure. I saw you at Craven. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing my cowboy hat and distributing. And nothing um, else, as far as I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dis- distributing substances that are used to take advantage of people. You were um, wearing two Coors Light cans on each bosom. I was. Oh, yeah, that would do it. Just two. Um, <laughs> 47 cans for each. Uh, no, I was at Ness Creek up north, and it was still very hot, even though we were up north. Um, anyway, so I didn't have time to watch uh, anything, but... I did uh, watch some clips of Slash Think About, a very a very classic hot movie, um, and that is Hitchcock's 1954 Rear Window. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So hot. Because this is one, again, where I think the heat, like, plays a big Fries role in the plot. Mm, yeah. yeah. And, there, yeah, there is kind of that idea of, like, Is he just going crazy because he's cooped up in this super claustrophobic apartment in the heat? Um, Or is his neighbor, in fact, a murderer? Spoiler alert. (laughs) He is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it just is is really good. And uh, I just love all those shots of the building across the way that he's like constantly voyeuring. Um, and like the fact that because it's so hot, all of his neighbors have their windows open so he can like see into their private lives. And there are just so many great moments of like, you know, the dancer that lives in the building, like doing her morning stretches and like, um, a a married couple living or like sleeping out on their balcony because their apartment's too hot. Um, so just lots of like great little moments like that, I think that just, make it a really good movie in addition to the like many many other reasons it's Mm -hmm. a a classic movie but that's another great example of where like the the heat is like a like a character yes Mm -hmm. you know like 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 it's it's actively playing a role and uh i i don't really actually know i know a lot about movies but i don't know how they fake heat Mm. because i think that Either you have to be really good at it, or they just make it hot. Like, I think those are sort of the only two, because... Well, what do you mean, fake the heat? Like, you just show someone being like, ooh, wee, it's hot. Well, but, you, like, uh, grease the lens a little, like it's light hot. it a certain I don't, I don't way. Think, it's acting, I don't think any baby. of that's true. Like, uh, uh, in not the modern Top Gun, but the original Top Gun, which was another one on my list, like, they look hot the entire time. 
And I think we it get was it. Just You're attracted to hot Tom for Cruise. Each other. That's fine. That's, I'm not denying any of this, Sean. <laughs> um, but uh, like, I don't think like either you've got someone in there with a spray bottle every two minutes, or you know, like just keeping that oh, layer of, of for the of, the dewiness. Yeah, yeah, and maybe it's vegetable oil or something. I don't know. Or like glycerin. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but I feel like acting like it's hot is not easy. You know, especially thinking about, um, you know, Hitchcock's work, like they're really doing a lot to convey the heat through basically people, right? Like, like, you know, there's, there's other indicators, but God, and honestly thinking of the outfits that those people are wearing, like just insane, like three, three piece, like polyester and wool and stuff, Mm -hmm. those actresses. They don't deserve it. Yeah, like I think the first I think the first time we see Jimmy Stewart in that movie, he's like slumped in his wheelchair with his cast, wearing, yeah, like a a button-up shirt and some probably completely unbreathable polyester pants and just like sweating and he looks like kind of limp and like yeah, get this he's, man he's in some short shorts for it. God's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, get Jimmy him some Stewart in some short shorts. <laughs> It's too hot. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, you guys. Um, we can't have a, a movie about heat without at least briefly mentioning Dude. Um, mm. And I think people should watch it. I think it's good. Oh, there's some very big lightning over here near, near my mask. So oh, it is, fully, oh. it is oh. fully raining, storming. I'm, I'm hearing off. it for real here. Um, but I would like to talk about the, the TV miniseries from 2000, which I feel like people should check out. Uh, and they do get a lot more stuff of just like, how these people exist in the desert and what heat and water means to them. Uh, and it is really sort of a interesting take on, uh, how do I say, uh, you know, real things that happen to real people that an author stole for his fake sci-fi novel. Mm-hmm. But um, it still is a very, like, unique take on what it means to live out in the super dry and I often do think about it in the extreme winter of like, like, you know, oh, I'll put on all my stuff to like, you know, just barely exist because I will die if I go outside in my normal state. Um, but yeah, it is funny when I'm like, oh, they have to put on their moisture suit. That's disgusting and like dystopian as I like put on a full snowsuit to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, we'll talk more about that during the cold episode. Um, anyway, you guys, before I get to what you're watching, I have a very specific question to ask the group. Um, what is the fanciest movie drink that you have seen and did it live up to your standards? Because we all know that these people can make drinks and food look beautiful. And I have been duped a few times, but one in particular I need to mention. Do you guys have any examples? Well, okay, so mine is not really a drink because, on like, to be honest, I feel like they don't film a lot of good-looking cold drinks because while filming, they don't look as good as they will be. Um, but something I will bring up is the mint sorbet from Princess Diaries, which oh. is so oh. cold uh, that her and the uh, Prime Minister of Genovia and his wife all shove in their mouth and then they instantly get brain freeze. But that looks delicious. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm like, brain freeze doesn't really affect me. I would eat that. I would scarf that thing down right away. It doesn't? No. It's my superpower. That is a superpower. Wow. That's incredible. Because literally just thinking about that scene like gave me a phantom feeling of brain freeze. Mm. No, I was like, this looks so good. And mm. like a minty sort of sorbet. I'm like, give me that. Dang. Wow. Sanj, what about you? Does anything come to mind? Well, I wildly misunderstood this question. <laughs> I want to hear the answer. <laughs> In a neurodivergent sort of fashion. She uh, said yellow. <laughs> well, no, I thought you meant like a drink at the movies that you have. And I oh, was like, tell me. Tell me. I've never really had a fancy drink. I was just going to say going to the Rio Theater in Vancouver and getting to drink beer while at the theater mm-hmm. was, was my favorite. Well, that is honestly a treat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and would that we could get that in this town. Yeah, well, I will. I will switch things up. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but um, do you remember the scene in Shawshank where they're they're tarring the roof and then they get the beer because Andy makes the deal with the guard? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that at a young age, and I was like, God, beer must be delicious. Like, oh, it must yeah. be so good. And you guys, I hate beer so much. Like, I think it's so <laughs> terrible. Well, you, you are a man that doesn't drink, period. Yeah, I know. But, like, I don't know why you would have that when you could have iced tea. Like, I just don't get it. Like, it just oh. doesn't <laughs> line up in my mind. A cold beer on a hot day, Jer, there's nothing like it. Have you had iced tea, though? I you love know? iced tea. Iced tea is, like, my go-to soft drink of choice but <laughs> it's not mine <laughs> <laughs> to me okay. iced tea is lame-o really? if I, oh i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna tell him you said that sean Gosh. um who jeremy yeah, i'll, tell him, his, I'll tell him to his damn face <laughs> iced tea. don't tell him he'll be furious <laughs> <laughs> you um, like the actor and rapper sean yeah yeah he he's gonna take a break from svu to kick my butt um <laughs> Okay, no, I, if I go to, the only time I have, like, a soft drink like that is, like, in a movie. And it's when mm. they give you, those, like, I'm like, oh, I'll get a medium, and it's, like, a pale. But yeah. I'll do, like, root beer. That's my vibe. Interesting. Okay, well, and with that, we will, we will wrap up our, our talk of heat, as my body has now been fully uh, sunscreened by these two. Thank you both so much. <laughs> Uh, I, I really do appreciate it because I can only reach so far. Um, with the time we have left, you guys, what you watching? Well, uh, I have been wasting my precious time here on this earth <laughs> oh by, by watching uh, the UK version of a little reality show called Love Island, mm-hmm. where... Like many other shows I've talked about before, the producers just find novel ways to hurt hot people. (laughs) Um, But I feel like it's thematically appropriate. So basically it's a dating show where they put some hot people in a mansion and see what happens and and do various things to make certain things happen. And then some leave and then some new ones come Um, with the goal of finding true love, quote unquote. (laughs) But they shoot this. In Mallorca, in Spain, and I don't understand how the contestants all just seem so relaxed and comfortable in the extreme heat all day long. Like, they literally force them to go outside all day. They just are in this little, like, yard compound thing with various seating areas for them to have conversations about nothing. Um, And they're all, they all just are, they look so comfortable and chill. And it's like, clearly very hot because some of them are very white and and get sunburned and it's hilarious um but i just i don't know i just watch it and i'm like how are you not cranky and sad and sweaty so yeah it does seem quite torturous it does but yeah love island Island. um i will also just say just like as a uh an aside, I should have brought up the Muppets Treasure Island Cabin Fever song. Oh, yeah. Because that's iconic and that's very hot culture. Um, yeah, and what you watching, I finished uh, a miniseries called The Staircase. Mm-hmm. Which is a, uh, a miniseries based on the documentary, based on the real story of a woman that was discovered at the bottom of her stairs uh dead and the, it is the jury is out as to whether her husband pushed her or if she fell or what happened and a documentary crew came in to try and figure it out they also things were bizarre in that and then this is a retelling of even the the interactions between the documentary crew and the family and it is honestly amazing. Tony Collette plays the murdered woman. And basically every time during the series, like someone has a new theory about what happened to her, she f- plunges down the stairs and dies in this new crazy way. And she's like amazing. She gives such a good heart to this woman that is missing from the story period, because it's like, no one knows her. There's like her weird children there's like a variety of just like, how does anyone know this? There's a bizarre late in the game theory as to how she died that honestly makes About sense. About the owl? That an owl might have like, like tried to claw her head off. 
and sent her down the stairs. It's really insane, mm-hmm. but it's good. And it's also just completely confusing. And I do not know what happened. And nobody honestly knows what happened. I think we'll well, never know. And it drives we'll never... me bananas. Yeah. And the way that Hugh, uh, wait, who plays him? I was oh, like, um, Colin Firth. I was like, is that a Hugh? No. Colin Firth plays the 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 man that could have done it, but he also plays it in such a manipulative, charming way and also easily will turn on people that you're like, I don't know what he, he could have done it. He could not have done it. I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. He has such, his brain is full of secrets. Anyway, <laughs> I love the series. It was fun. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch it. I wasn't sure, but now I will. You should. Keep your keep keep your keep your secrets. Uh, keep your Furtick. secrets. Colin. Keep your secrets, Colin. Um, I will quickly just say uh, that I I was part of a viewing party of two that watched uh, the new Persuasion film based on <gasps> Jane Austen's work. Uh, I like I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. There was some <laughs> wow. stuff that was weird. Jane's shook. I feel like this is like. Jane Austen for the next generation TNG Jane mm. Austen TNG um, mm. I am dying to know what Sanj thinks of it and I know that she doesn't want to see it <laughs> no I do I have to I can't not watch yeah, it yeah no like, I think I, that's fair yeah um, I just haven't had time yet but I, I will I will report back next week but I, I will ne- I will never thing. understand how Jane Austen made a career of just books about people who don't know how to communicate but that was that was the time that was the time uh, anyway, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Cutting me off before I can respond. That's the plan. Uh, we'll talk about yep. it next week. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. My co-host, Sonia. Sean- oh, my God. Shania, my co-host, just... my co-host Shania Sean. and Sonja. No, I Son. can't. <laughs> Son Sonia and Sean. Everyone at CJTR and to our listeners. Spoiler Alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at 3, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. My Electric is coming up, probably not next, probably right now. See you next week. Bye. Bye.